there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Have you been enjoying the Saints Happy Hour podcast free episodes all month? Well, my friend, that's about to end. But don't worry. Just become a Saints Happy Hour fan club patron and get access to this podcast every single day. And it's ad-free. No ads ever and you get the booze bundle welcome kit four swag items amazing and you get access to the discord channel where we're talking saints 24 7 what are you waiting for go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today that's saintshappyhour.com this is sean payton head coach of the new orleans saints what's with this saints happy cast this has to be the worst saints podcast in the world ralph can't say anyone's name right andrew doesn't know football Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Saints training camp day 14. Andrew, it was Kamara Geddon today. Uh, lots of questions post-practice about Alvin Kamara. He was at practice. Uh, we had the whole uh, controversial kerfuffle yesterday. I just want to say that it reminded me a lot. I don't know how many people that listen to this podcast follow European soccer or, or, or big soccer fans, but it reminded me of transfer season in European soccer where you have all these different leagues and the rumors are flying, and, and it's like – your team will be wanting a player and you'll be like, they want how much money for him? And then you'll get a, 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 you'll read a report from like the Latvian times. That'll be like, Oh, he's missing a leg. We don't want him. And then the neck and then with, and then an hour later, you'll be like, Oh cool. They signed him for 30 million pounds. Like everything with Camara, it happened at warp speed. It's like, Oh, he's not at practice. Oh, the saints are opening to trade him. Oh, he took an epidural. Oh, negotiations are back on. And it all happened in like two hours. It was, it was wild last night on saints. Dude, well, but, and the thing is, we're not used to that. Like the saints, yeah. they don't, they don't negotiate through the media no. or at least normally they don't. And you know, I, I just, it's very unlike, what I'm used to seeing, and frankly, I've never seen this before in the NFL, where, like, usually it's a death <laughs> sentence. When you put it out there that, like, hey, we're trading this guy or we're, we're open to trading this guy and You're the right, player's yeah. not showing up to practice, like, usually that only ends one way. So yeah. I, I'm just, like, for it to... You're right. It's like soccer, but we're used to that in soccer. Like, that's kind of how it goes. Well, like, in know, soccer, you have... Not to trust anything because... Yeah you know, every scenario is thrown out there. Whereas like with football, like usually you can read the tea leaves. So I, I yesterday, I mean, I, I think I was rightfully really nervous and kind of just said like, I don't see how it gets any better. Like it's over. No, it did. And no, you, you, history so, I mean, says I, it I, is. I'm, encur- I'm encouraged to see things look better today. I think, you know, I think things just got a little sideways and maybe some, somebody talked talk to Joe 
Josina Anderson, and they were just really, really frustrated, and they're just like, yeah. we will trade them. Well, <laughs> and well all, I'm guessing, I mean, you know, looking back on it now, I mean, it seems like this is how it played out. So Kamara tweaks his back, and he's basically like, I, my deal still isn't done. I'm not going back. Like, I'm hurt now. Like, I'm not risking my career on this salary. I'm not going to do it. And, like, maybe his agent, he's like, how, how's, how are negotiations going? And, he's, and, the, and the agent's like, well, not that good. We're still a ways away. And he's like, well, then I'm not practicing. Okay? And so then he, he's at practice. I mean, he, he's in the building, but he's like, yeah, my back hurts. I'm not practicing. And Sean Payton's like, you're damn right you're going to practice like you're under contract you got to do this and <laughs> yeah. i can see like yeah. the posturing there and then and then you know he's getting fined and he's like well if you're gonna find me like i'm not practicing until i get my contract and i could see how like they would butt heads there and then sean payne would just be like well we're trading you if you if you don't show up to practice we're trading you. well you know here- and like maybe they had a blow up and since then well, let's Mickey let's Loomis listen. Let's listen, to, down. let's listen. Let's listen to Peyton uh, post pra- post practice about Kamara. It's a little long, and I left in some of the media questions. So uh, let's listen to Peyton uh, post practice, then uh, decipher it. Look, not getting into the specifics. Obviously, everyone's here to get tested uh, outside in the parking lot first, and then uh, you know we kind of go from there. So we're we're actively negotiating a contract with he and his agent and uh, we'll keep you posted if there's any progress did you find him for missing practice if i did i, I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> you if you guys don't reach a contract agreement do you proceed as being something where maybe he doesn't play week one i think that's a, a little uh previous right now we're focused on him being a part of our plan week one I appreciate Cat Terrell going full doom with the question. Is he going to play? She, gonna she play? was bringing the heat. She was bringing the heat. Is, is he not yeah. going to play week one? Like she didn't. She didn't like build up. She just went right for the way to way to make us proud, Cat. Yeah, right for the kill shot. Um, but I mean, obviously, he didn't say anything, and I, I just think. Everything got a little size. Something said it. You know, you had your theory that you said before I played the sound for Peyton. Something set it off yesterday that made it go sideways. And I think the Saints and Kamara were just like, hey, let's, let's just get back at trying to get this done. Like, we're, we're pretty, you know, they're I mean, $2 million a year. It sounds like it's a it, it it sounds like it's a lot and it is it's a it's a lot of money when you're talking to Alvin Kamara it, it's a lot of money but it's a but it's a bridgeable I feel like that's a bridgeable gap we're not talking like he's like I want Michael Thomas money and the Saints are offering him like thirteen and you're talking like eight million dollars like two million dollars you can figure like they can figure that out you know I think yeah. Um, it's close. And I, I mean, the thing that I said on this podcast, and I think I said this on Twitter, I, I just don't think the saints are a super bowl contender without Alvin Kamara. I, I, I really think he has to be on this team for them to have a true chance this year. Um, and I think if you get a first round pick for him, you're making life better for yourself after Drew Brees. So, you know, there's a case to be made for that. You know, I, I, I don't, 
There's not necessarily an easy answer here. If the Dolphins called you up and said, hey, you're Mickey Loomis and you're Sean Payton, and they say, hey, we'll give you the Texans 2021 first. We won Alvin Kamara. What do you say to them? Like, I live in the now, Ralph. (laughs) And so, like, I I fully admit that, like, my position here potentially mortgages the future. But this team can win a Super Bowl. I really believe that. And so I'm inclined to go for it because, I mean, because of COVID more than anything, I mean, that tells you that, like, you know, tomorrow's not promised. So if you have a chance to win the Super Bowl, try to do it now. So I'm inclined to say no. But it'd be hard to blame the Saints for saying, you know what? We're not going to pay a running back $12 million a year. We're, we're going to take the first-round pick. I mean, that, that's good business. So on some level, I would appreciate that. Um, I think at the end of the day with Kamara, and here's, here's the important thing to remember, he catches 81 passes a year. He's done that the last three years. He's not just a running back. That's the thing. He's dual threat, and that's why he's more valuable to this offense than just Ezekiel Elliott is to Dallas or Derrick Henry is to Tennessee. Although um, Derrick Henry was a monster in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, he put the whole team on his back. Well, yeah, so I, that that's fair. But I just think Alvin Kamara is more valuable to an offense. I mean, Derrick Henry caught fire in a 3-4 game stretch, but I don't think he's as valuable to an offense. Well, I'm 100% on team. Pay that man his money. I'm just like, we, we got... We, the Saints are trying to win a Super Bowl, and yes, two first-round picks would be fun next April. But that's post Drew Brees. I'm you. We picking, them. picking thirty-second sounds more fun. <laughs> I mean, and look, the te- the Texans, saying. the Texans' first-round pick for me would be very appealing because I believe that Bill O'Brien is a terrible coach. And Watson props him up. And if Watson would get injured and miss even a stretch of games, I think there's potential to be a top twelve pick easily. So it's very tempting. But I don't want I want I want I want to look back and say in this four year window where the Saints created this second run for Breeze, I want to say they did everything within their power to try to get him a Super Bowl. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out and we look at it and we're like, uh oh, but I, I much rather you when you are a contender and you know you're a contender to go for it. And I just think, you know, it's not the same sport, but the Astros the last four years have been great. They went and got Verlander and they won a World Series and they went and got Grinky last year. It didn't work out. I don't regret a damn second of it because you when you what these chances to have a great team to win a title don't come along all the time. I guarantee if you're a Saints fan, you know that. So just freaking go for it. I don't want to play for the future. I don't want to hear your analytics about don't pay a running back. I don't want to hear it. I want to go and try to win a freaking Super Bowl. As sports keep coming back, so does your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball and the NBA are in full swing, and there are no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to be on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the Bet Online team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expansive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the 
cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Yeah, it's well said, and I think that's ultimately why I feel the same way as you, and that, that's that's the direction I lean. I mean, I'm, I'm always about sound business and not overpaying guys. I, I generally applaud the Saints for, mm-hmm. you know, not taking big risks because, you know, they did that with Jairus Bird, and, you know, that's how it ended. So, But, you know, you can't be gun-shy on, on your guys. That's the thing. Like, Alvin Kamara, he's already done a lot for the Saints, and, um, you know, I'd be excited to have him for a long time yeah. in this offense. Because here, here's the thing, Ralph. Al, after Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara is more critical to the offense, not less. That's yeah no you're 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 a hundred percent right and you you because once once you have once you don't have Drew Brees and I know look my, my, Michael Thomas thrives without Drew Brees so he's gonna be he's gonna be Michael Thomas but once you don't have Drew Brees I think over a full sixteen game season I think teams would be more likely to squeeze out Michael Thomas when the Saints have another quarterback, and that's why you say Kamara becomes more critical. Having a tight end becomes more critical. Those sort of things, you have to you have to have stronger foundation than what you have with Breeze, which the foundation right now is great, so it doesn't matter. But, Mike, I just, to me, I just don't care. Like, just pay him. I, like, they, and, and another thing today that, it didn't make me mad. It made me laugh. All these national media people are like, the Saints paid Taysom Hill two years, $20 million, and now they can't pay Kamara. What's up with that? They're not smart. It's like, the two things are, are totally unrelated. And I was like, uh, what else is Taysom Hill responsible for besides uh, the Saints not paying Kamara? Wrong answers only. And people... <laughs> We have a whole Twitter You got story. some great answers. I got some great uh, answers. My, my favorite was IPAs. I saw some <laughs> Whoever I mean, wrote that, that, that was Somebody great. referenced a, a war that India and China had in like the 1800s, I think. I didn't even know. It was just, it was just, it's just fantastic. Go to our Twitter feed and find it. But it's just, it's just idiotic. And look, the Saints, they are going to be a little constrained because the pandemic is reducing, has reduced the cap, and the, the, you know, no one could have, have foresaw that. You know, so the Saints, they're going to have to make decisions. But Mal- signing Alvin Kamara is not going to like. It isn't going to be like, oh my God, they signed Alvin Kamara now. Now Lattimore and Williams and De- Mario Davis are out the door. No, maybe one of them, but it isn't going to. It isn't going to stop them from being a competitive. And even if it did, I don't care. Go win a Super Bowl in freaking 2020. So they had other stuff that Sean Payton talked about today. And they, the Saints had some good player interviews. Uh, they talked to Morstead and they talked to Jameis Winston. Um, but uh, Sean Payton talked about um, Marcus Davenport today, which I thought he said some interesting stuff. No, I, listen, I think he's doing well. Uh, I, I think he, he's had a real good camp. So – I. Uh, I, I don't I don't think he's falling behind. You know, he, he we we backed off some reps probably a few days ago just relative to a, a small injury, but nothing significant, nothing that would uh, certainly uh, keep him from playing week one. You know, we've been waiting for we, last two years, Andrew. It's been. If Davenport can just be good, if he can be great, then the Saints defense can be amazing. But you know what? I've come around to. Davenport was pretty damn good last year. Now, 
you can't I can't argue with you the worth of the two first round picks. Like that's an argument that unless he gets turns into like a 15 sack guy, some people are never going to think it's worth it. So you can't even say that argument. All I'm telling you is if they could get 16 games of what he gave them last year, that will be perfectly acceptable to me because that'll be like an eight, nine sack guy, and that will make this defense good. I don't even need better. I just need last year's production, 16 weeks. I mean, I would take 14. If you offered me 14 weeks <laughs> and, and he wasn't like out for the playoffs, right? So you just missed two games over the course of the season. I would I would take that right now. Yeah. Um, but I still think he can get better. That's the thing. I mean, he... Uh, he he has some technique stuff that I think he can clean up. And I think from what I've heard in camp, he's showing that. So that that's probably of like all the players on the roster. Uh, he's, he's in the top three of guys I'm most eager to see this year. Yeah. The other guy that Sean Payton talked about today was uh, PJ Williams. And it's just this secondary, you know, it, we know Lattimore's great. We know Marcus Williams can be an elite safety. Um, and Malcolm Jenkins has done it in the past, though he's older. They just have a, so many above-average NFL players that it's going to help them so much. But he thought, Peyton talked about uh, P.J. Williams and his camp so far. He's a smart player. I feel like he can play in both those positions. Um, he's one of the few players that we feel like can go outside and play at the corner position. Certainly, he's had a lot of experience at the nickel, and so that that's that's one of those players that we discussed earlier here a week ago that that provides really good versatility. Um, I, I would probably say more at free, but but we feel like he's smart enough to play in in both of those positions. You know, and it just it it's just one of those things, Andrew. When you have that week where you got banged up corners and a safety or whatever to have a guy at PJ Williams, where you can play him a bunch of spots and you know, he's not going to be a disaster or he'll give up plays, but he'll make some too. And the ledger will be about equal. That's just such a big thing because you know, I know eventually some point in 2020, their secondary is going to be a mess for one or two weeks and to have guys Garner Johnson, PJ Williams, it just gives the Saints such a leg up on other teams. I mean, how many times have we heard Sean Payton say those exact words? And it, it comes down, I mean, he just says the same thing over and over and over. <laughs> and I guess part of it's just like I, I've been following the team since I was a kid. And so I listen to these conferences and I just feel like he, he has said so many times how much the team values versatility. And so, you know, if you're Patrick Robinson and you can do special teams or if you're PJ Williams and you can play free safety and you can play nickel and you can play outside, it's just you're you're yep. giving a, a, the team a reason to play you in more spots. And I, I just think when you look at those guys, versatility, like versatility is king in the NFL. And that that's what keeps you on rosters. Yeah, I've always I've always been stunned. I mean, I get that after 2018, PJ Williams had the DUI and that sort of killed his market but I even that I was really surprised that some team didn't try to pry him away from the Saints and say look man we'll pay you a little bit more and you can come and start and we got a role for you like a defined role like I was really surprised because I look around the NFL and I see trash corners all over the place and I'm not saying PJ Williams is good I'm not saying he's a, 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 an, an above average consistent player but, man, if you are a trash heap at corner, 
PJ Williams would be a great, you know, like for the, this PJ Williams, Andrew, for like the 2015 Saints, I'd have given you like a finger for a PJ with this quality of a corner, you know? Yeah, you, you know what's interesting is a lot of times with free agents, they'll go to a coach that's coached them before. And what's interesting right now is you just see a lot of head coaches are college guys. So, you know, Mike Nolan is really the only guy that left the staff this year. And I mean, mm-hmm. he obviously, going into his first year in Dallas, doesn't really have a lot of say over the personnel. But it's interesting in that I wonder if on some level, coach is not leaving the Saints. Like if Aaron Glenn, let's say, was ever to leave the Saints and become a defensive coordinator somewhere, you wonder if he would bang that drum for PJ yeah. and be like, hey, the Saints, you know, he, he, the Saints That's are offering good. him a year, $2 million. Like, offer that guy two years, $10 million. Let's bring him, let's go get that guy. Because I have like coached him, I know seven, he's good, you know? and I want yeah. him. Yeah, like he's my, um, he's my dude, and so, you don't have to even break the bank for him. Just give him to me. I need him. I need, I need him because yeah. he knows the defense, and he's a decent player. I need, I, need, I need guys that can show everybody how we're supposed to do this. I'm That's really curious point. with what the Saints are going to do at nickel because, like, all you hear about is Patrick Robinson having the best camp of his career, P.J. Williams looking real solid. You're a UDFA you, son. C- CDFA, uh, uh, CD Deuce was probably the guy that I would have penciled in as your nickel at the start of camp, and he's he's not really done anything to, to make you think otherwise. So, I mean, honestly, right now I feel like there's three – really strong candidates to get the primary amount of snaps um, at that position. So, look, it's a good problem to have. I want, I, they're not going to do it in the secondary because secondary is too valuable. But I wonder if we're going to see the Saints, and we talked about it, uh, if you listen to this podcast every day, which you should. It's free three more days, including today. Uh and then patrons get it every day. Only you should sign up, ten dollars. Uh, thanks for John and Cindy who upgraded from three dollars to seven dollars today, so they can get it every day. They're smart. Um, but we talked about don't don't forget Matt Ryan. We've got a oh Matt yeah Ryan. Matt, Matt Ryan a patron that has the name Matt Ryan. Officially. I think it's the actual Matt Ryan because he signed up at the platinum deluxe thirty dollar level where he gets. Everything. Yeah, we, after that contract the Falcons gave him, we know yeah. he can afford it. <laughs> but, you know, we talked about it. I think the Saints are going to make a couple of moves on their roster and get, like, seventh-round picks for guys. I don't know exactly who it would be, mm. but I think te- I think there's going to be some team out there that's going to be so desperate for a position Norm- guy. They're- Normally I would agree, Ralph, but I, I just think this year with no tape from – like unless you're gonna unload a vet, I think then I could what... I could see it, but I, I yeah, I mean it's possible. Like, like I could see the Saints maybe trading Patrick Robinson for a draft I just think, pick if some team was like I'll I just take think him, you know? I just think we don't know we don't follow enough the teams to know, but they're having injuries. You see it uh, in the Discord channel. Not a Saint when when we post other teams' injuries because we're horrible people. Um, they're teams that have injuries, man. And there'll be a team out there that's, I think, will match up with a guy the Saints are going to cut, and they're going to be so desperate. They're going to be like, tape doesn't matter. He's a vet. He has maybe some tape from preseason last year or a few games. We're going to be like, we need a, a body that's above room temperature. We think he might be above room temperature. Saints, here's a conditional seven if he makes the – if he makes the final 53. Um, well, I, you know, Kevin's all about the draft picks, so that would make him happy. 
So the last two sound bites I've got is uh, they talked to Morstead today, and Morstead brought up an interesting point about having a kick with no fans in the stadium and how different that experience will be. Yeah, we thought about it. Um, tried to maybe foresee circumstances that could be different or, uh, you know, if you can really hear individuals on the other sideline, normally you can't. It's just a big, you know, gray noise or, you know, varying levels of volume, but it's you can't kind of pick out individual um, things that are being said. So that could change. Uh, I'll be interested to see how specialists around the league handle that. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, we're – whether there's fans or not, um, the field's the same. And, um, you know, I don't foresee it being much different as far as my process goes. The, the energy in there will be different for sure, and we'll miss that. Um, but, um, you know, I don't see my process being any different. That's a, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting thought process, Andrew, because is it easier to block out 80,000 people screaming at you than it is to the offensive tackle? on the other side screaming at you to miss a kick that can win a game like what's more difficult for a kicker to block out so i i i found that question and that answer interesting as to what what they're going to what they're going to do and how you practice it i think kicking is and punting is very different than other positions i just feel like football is a game of emotion but when you're a specialist, I think you try really hard to take the emotion out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, you really focus on your technique. And it's not to say that you don't want to focus on your technique and, and, and kind of have a clear head when you're playing football at other positions. But I think sometimes, you know, you, you, you want to have that emotion. You want to be charged up. You want to have that energy. If you're a kicker or a punter, it's not really about that. You want to actually keep your blood pressure down. You want to be calm and, and measured when you go about it. So, you know, when you hear Thomas Morstead talk about his mental approach and his process, I, I just think it, it's – I don't know that it necessarily relates to other players on the field because I think it's very different for that position. Yeah, but it'll be – I mean, it'll be interesting. If, if you're lining up in your Will Lutz to kick a 45-yard field goal to win a game, is the it, would you rather have the din of the crowd and you don't really hear anything – or it's dead silent and you can hear the other team's offensive coordinator dropping F-bombs at you telling you to miss the kick because... I think I think it makes it easier. I think it makes it easier yeah, to kick. It'll be interesting. Honestly. Yeah. Um, the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image. Their ceramic blade and skin-safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellows down low. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in the dark shower, whatever floats your boat. They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools and it includes tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 Nail Kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. On their website, you'll find the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. This will help you tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrants and antioxidants. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, 
a testy toner that's like having cologne that's designed for your balls. We won't judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself. Go to manscaped.com, check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code armchair. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk. The last soundbite we have is from Jameis Winston. Uh, but before we get to that, I want to say, I guess, you know, I had seen him in, in the video of him throwing passes, and, of course, we, we've we said it through training camp. Whenever, you know, it's, it's shoulder pads and shorts, Jameis looks amazing because he's got so much athletic talent. But I want to say, Andrew, in his interview today, he looked like a different player. Like, he's noticeably thinner. I always felt with Tampa – He's kind of chunky. He had a kind of a fat face and like, you know, it wasn't in the greatest. I always looked at him. I was like, he's not in the greatest shape. He kind of had that Ben Roethlisberger kind of paunch, you know, going Dude, the press conference today. He, his face was angular. He looked in the best shape he's ever been. He looked to me like a like physically different player. Um but he also said they somebody asked him and he was talking about Drew Brees and the interesting thing that he said he's really paying attention to Drew Brees is about risk. Uh, I, I think it's a happy medium in that uh, I'm never going to shy away from playing the f- football the way that I know how to play. Uh, but within that, like I said, man, you get to learn from, from a guy that does it so well. And you get to talk th- to him about situations that he will take a chance versus situations that he will not. Um, so I, I think that's great to just see him and, ex- and visualize uh, myself doing the same thing. You know, so he's trying he's trying to learn. But do were were you as surprised about how he looked as I am? Yeah, I mean, no, he's changed his body competi- uh, composition, and um, so yeah, it's always. I mean, it's always a surprise when you see a guy just look completely different. Um, but you know, he's obviously worked hard, and um, that's good to see. Uh, I think his his mindset is good right now. You mean, yeah, you can just tell he's trying um, for a number of reasons, which we've talked about before, but. You know, I, I've said this all along. To me, it's not really where he is now. Uh, it, it really is like, where is he in week 13 and 14? Mm-hmm. Like, are the Saints seeing progress? Are they seeing improvement? Hopefully, I mean, got, knock on wood, hopefully we'll never see him on the field this year. You know, that's, <laughs> I mean, that means Drew Brees is healthy and the team's winning. So hopefully he'll never play and we'll never know. And it'll just be behind closed doors uh, for them to figure out whether or not uh, he's the answer of the future. Uh, but you know, ultimately I think, uh, look, if he, if he's ever going to figure it out, I think it's learning from Drew Brees. I, if we're being realistic here, I think the only shot that Jameis Winston has, in my opinion, of being really successful is surrounding himself with a play caller like Sean Payton, a mentor like Drew Brees. And if it sticks, he could be really special. You know, he, here's the interesting thing for me with, with Winston is you know let's say the saints win the super bowl and go 12 and 4 11 and 5 33 whatever but you don't he doesn't get the five games that teddy bridgewater got and that's made basically that's the main reason why teddy bridgewater got 60 million from carolina right like team saw him and they were like hey he was great for five games he led the saints to five victories and he showed us enough to where we're gonna pay him a little bit less than the average nfl quarterback because that's what like the contract teddy 
Bridgewater got is like the in the 16 to 22 range for starting quarterbacks, right? But I wonder, like, if Winston doesn't get that, will he come back to the Saints next year on like a one-year deal? Maybe not for peanuts like this year where he's basically playing for free, but would he come back to the Saints for like six, seven million and like him and Taysom like fight it out because Taysom, his contract will be up after next year too. So it'll just be, to me, it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting his market next year. If he doesn't play at all, will it? Well, yeah, if he, if he doesn't play, I mean, is a team going to afford him an opportunity? Cause like, I know Pittsburgh offered him 7 million or whatever, and he turned down a ton more money, but I mean, Pittsburgh wasn't offering him a starting job. You know, that's that's yeah. Roethlisberger's, you know. And, and maybe you you would say, hey, Roethlisberger's elbow was all messed up last year and he's old. So, you know, maybe that's a that's a quicker path to the field. Um, but, you know, there was no guarantees he was going to play there either, right? And so yeah. I, I don't know that – see, unlike Teddy who went 5-0 and now – you know, if Jameis plays and goes five and zero and plays like Teddy, then yeah, he's going to get a starting job just like Teddy did. But uh, I mean, it's like kind of like when Teddy Bridgewater came back to the Saints. You know, he was offered, I think, two years, fourteen million to be the starting quarterback of the Dolphins, and it was just a god awful situation. My gut tells me that Jameis would probably just go for it if it, if some awful team was like, yeah, we'll 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 let you be our guy. But I mean, even those situations aren't great because. But here's, here's you know, it's a two and fourteen team. You know, the team is awful. They're going to get a great draft pick, and you're going to have to compete with the, the future of the franchise. Wouldn't wouldn't to me if he doesn't play at all for the Saints this year, the odds of him coming back is almost a lock. And here's why to me, because Jameis, he's been the guy his entire life, and he's at practice. You know, the Saints would have to pay him a lot more. I don't. No, they'd have to pay him a lot more. Saints on a minimum. No, he won't. He won't play for the minimum. But I think he would look at it and say, "Drew's gone. I see Taysom Hill at practice every day. I can beat that guy out. Sure, Saints. I'll take a one. I'll take a one-year, seven and a half million dollar contract, and I'm going to beat Taysom out, and I'm going to be the quarterback. Like I can see him. I can see him making that decision instead of saying." I'm going to go play for uh, the Jets who are a crap team and are moving on from some, from Sam Darnold or, um, yeah, you know, who, or, or, no, it's a good point. I mean, it, it, the situation that you're talking about and kind of outlining there, I mean, it's it kind of feels like Cam Newton in, in New England. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly, that's exactly, that's exactly what it would be. And he might, he might demand the saints, It'd probably be a little bit more, but it'll be in the five to seven million dollar range. But that's a 2021 question, and and, and we'll we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. But you know, the spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet, crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships. The ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, 
the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. 
The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. I think football season, Andrew, we always say, when does it officially start? And it's sometime in the preseason when something happens during a game, we always make the joke. But I think Saints season officially started yesterday when Josina Anderson tweeted, the Saints are open to trading Kamara. Because Saints Twitter re-engaged. This podcast, we did 800 downloads yesterday in the middle of the night. Like, people are back. We are ready for football. And I think the Kamara thing, that it's probably going to end up, like you say, he's not, they're not going to trade him. They're going to keep him. It's going to work out. Um, so everybody's fired up. And we're only, you know, we're eight days away. We're a week away, you know, eight days away from Thursday Night Football next year, next week. And yeah. then you got football. We got fantasy drafts coming up. So, guys, if you're a patron, you know where it's at. You're ready. You're locked and loaded with the best Saints podcast in the world. If you're not a Saints patron, sign freaking up. You got two more days of free podcasts. You want this podcast every day. You want your booze bundle. You want, when they are breaking news, we are freaking first. We gave the people two podcasts yesterday, one on Camara. Patrons only got that because we are the freaking best. So join us. We are having a blast for Saints 2020 football, I promise you. So for Andrew, I'm Ralph. We will see you again tomorrow.